Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, learning the playbook's going to hold them back. You may, you may drop them back into the second round. Um, so I can tell you guys, I'll know a lot more, you know, when I do my pre-draft presser of kind of what it's looking like. But I think there's, I think there's some opportunities for it to be deep. Right. Um, the medical, you know, when I leave here, our guys will really start working the next few weeks on putting all the medical information together as well. Sometimes, you know, I get a little depressed. I'm sure other GMs do. You get some medical grades back, and you're like, holy cow, i got three guys in the first round right now that we've got D or F medical grades on. Do I really want to select a guy that we're going to have to potentially be sitting out in training camp, which missing valuable reps? because you're nervous they've already got a chronic knee injury or something they're battling. Obviously, you're going to do kind of calf or just do restructuring. Oh, yes. One step. Um, just one step. There you go. You're going to, uh, you know, it's part of the process every year. Uh, Josh, it's an obvious, I mean, you know, it's like yeah. $20 million now. Yeah, right. A, do you uh, think that there comes a point where you'll be able to, maybe in 2025, not have to do redo that, Josh? I, I, you know, without saying for sure, do you think there's a fair chance that maybe next year you won't have to redo put him on the credit card? Yeah, I think it's it's getting it's getting hard just because we've already had to do it and, and do it with some of the other guys. We've obviously tried to, you know, not pile it up but also take a shot, make a run, you know, sign a Von Miller two years ago and, and, and you know add that pass rusher that we wanted to add a closer to a game so we've done some things like that Um, i think it's really hard now if you tell me the cap will jump 40 million next year maybe um but uh, i don't believe that's what what the league anticipates so um it kind of all depends on where we end up what guys do we extend this year what do we add onto the books i would love to skip a year of doing that that would obviously help us but uh, I don't know how practical that would be. Have you heard Do you feel like the league in terms of uh, the investigation with Bond? Um, no, nothing's changed from that standpoint. Yeah, I, the the last I heard, Jay is it's still a 
open thing out there, and you, you don't get to really speed those things up. Uh, it's kind of on their timeline. Does that impact your offseason at all in terms of, I mean, you, I guess there's a lot of unknown there. but Yeah, I think well, we're pretty confident in what we know. Um, hence, we didn't make any kind of drastic moves at the time. You know, we know what we know, and, and um, unless we're presented with something different and, the, and, and or the league is presented going, hey, we've got this, you know, no, we're, uh, we don't see anything that would alter Vaughn being back in this thing. We expect it to go away that, you know, the facts that we have, is, you know, didn't occur. There was so much fanfare when you guys drafted Matt Ariza because of the, you know, punt God moniker and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What were your feelings after everything that you kind of went through with him to see him sign with the Chiefs? Well, it's not about the Chiefs. It's just that that's a draft pick that we really believed in and, and did a lot of work on. And and everything that we had on Matt checked out as a high-character, good young man. And so when this thing popped out of the blue as we were starting camp, it was like, this doesn't match up. Like, what's going on? We're doing recon. Obviously, uh, it hit the fan, and we're trying to, okay, this is not what, what we heard. And, and so – we had to, it was, you know, we're, we're about to start a season. You wish that had happened in the off season to where a distraction doesn't matter. But it was, it was all through our, our locker room and our building of what's going, everyone's, you know, it's like we're about to start the season. We had to, you know, you wish there would have been a way, there was no criminal charge filed so they couldn't put him on the commissioner's exempt list. You would have loved for there to have been some way, hey, go handle this, but there really wasn't, and so made the difficult decision at that time to to part ways. And and Matt handled it very well from our standpoint. And I think you can remember just when I went out there in the press, like I was hurt for him as much as I was hurt for us for doing that. And I was rooting for him to get through this. Everything we had was okay, similar to Vaughn. Like nothing happened here. But I'm not a you know a criminal lawyer or criminal um you know investigator or anything like that and so i'm an nfl gm so i kind of have to follow those things you don't when you're coming up to be a gm you don't get courses on all this stuff you're trying to handle them the best you can culture matters to us and so you're trying to respect the locker room while also give a young man a fair due process and we had just gotten him there you know I wish it had been something where he had been there two years and you're going, we've been around this guy. We truly know him. It didn't match what we had. Um, but I wish, you know, I, I don't worry about where he's at or where he, like, I wish him nothing but the best. He was he was great with us. He was very forthright through all of the mess. Um, I thought he handled it with us as good as if, I, if my son was in that way and he handled it that way, I would have said you did a heck of a job. At the safety position, um, Jordan and Micah are good athletes. I mean, I don't know what like a four six two maybe uh but they're not freaks mm-hmm. okay uh do you think at safety the athletic numbers don't correlate quite as much to superstardom as some other positions it's a good question um i think instincts are really big at safety and more than if you're telling me you can have an athletic guy that's four, three, you know, four four safety, but he doesn't have instincts. I'll take the four six guy with instincts, ball skills, and a little less range, 
Um, so you got kind of your hierarchy of, oh, he's got this, this, and this. That's better than, you know, next, you'd love him to have them all. You'd, you know, so um, I do think there's guys. I mean, we had a guy like Kirk Coleman. I don't know if you guys remember Kirk Coleman. That Well, he came in at the end in Buffalo, but we had him in Carolina in our Super Bowl year. We added him on a, like a minimum deal because – Kurt's not big, tall, fast, strong, but he's got great ball skills. He's got great instincts, and he brings an edge, of, you know, a, a dog mentality. And he goes and has like nine interceptions for us, counting the postseason, which was a big part of our run. So um, you're always looking for those guys over – I'll take that guy over some freaky athlete that is missing some of the key components of a good safety. When Micah ripped the heart out of Mac Jones, yes. uh, he didn't have to be four four nine to do that. Yep. Right? Yeah, his his instincts, awareness, film study, film prep, knowing what he was getting, and elite ball skills. Like a lot of people could have gotten themselves in position, but to make that play, I told him uh, when he made it, uh, that'll go down as one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. Um, you know that he that he made that play. Josh staying healthy and all of that. Does the number of quarterbacks that ended up playing last year impact at all how you viewed the backup quarterback position? Like, how are you viewing that, filling that role going into this? Yeah, it really hasn't changed. I mean, I know the value of the quarterback. Um, you know, if you don't have a guy under center that can do it, look what happened to San Francisco a couple years in the NFC Championship game. Like, they lose two guys, and, and they're just trying to – like, you want good players, and you have to expect most any quarterback's going to miss two to four games. And so we're always trying to have that guy ready. Um, you know, we got Trubisky a couple of years ago. Um, we Case Keenum, who had played a lot the year before. A Kyle Allen, who's played. Like we, we like to try and have someone in there that's got some experience because experience is so key to be able to go in there cold, hadn't got reps all week, and and go execute. You know, Barkley. You know back in Josh's early years so it's very important um, but I got this budget and I got to fit it all within too so uh, that's you kind of weighing it all so with that said I was going to ask you I was going to ask you that same question about is this time to maybe draft a quarterback fourth fifth round as opposed to paying a veteran guy five six million who's never going to play probably knock on wood is it getting close to the time where maybe you draft a rookie and do it that way as a backup quarterback. We, I mean, we've been evaluating him for the last few years. It's just finding a guy that you feel, um, but I also don't want to blow that year and go, man, where are you going to where are you going to pick that guy? Like, what round are you going to pick him to where you feel confident that he is your your backup? And Josh goes down for two to four weeks, like I said. That you know, you're hoping if a guy's out four games. At a minimum, if you've got a good roster, you're going to go two and two. Like that's kind of his, you know his job is let's just hold steady until your starter gets back. And so, um, yes, in a perfect world, you'd love to land a guy um, that you know. But you, where do you do that? Do you do that in the second round? Do you do that in the fifth round? Like what you know when you're trying to find other players too? You know it's that it's that balance of a guy that could also you know, a position player that could help, you know, knowing that our cap situation. So, but we're definitely been studying them. It's just finding all that that we think would truly, we would feel confident being that backup. Hey Brandon, yeah. two, three years ago, you had to revamp basically the entire defensive line group. Now this year with so many free agents, 
up against the cap the way that you are, do you envision that might have to be the case again this year? Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of free agents, so we'll obviously look and see the ones we can get back and how much space we're able to create the next couple of weeks and see what we can do. We, you know, we'd love to keep uh, as many as we can. You know, we, we love those guys and think they can help us, um, but also understand that they're this close to free agency. They're going to want to see what they can get, and all it takes is one team. You know, we may value him here and can afford him at this number, but one team may say, I want this guy. He can be the difference. I'm going to overpay if I got to do it. So we're having those conversations, and we'll continue to do that. But um, we're always, just like I was talking about the O-line earlier being important, um, I, th- I think the D-line uh, is very important as well. So, you know, our eyes will be there as soon as we can get, you know, our cap finalized to where we can kind of know what we have to spend. Is there an emphasis to get younger there as well? I think you're always looking for youth, and you're trying to find that balance of, of youth, um, yet you got enough veterans to, you know, to kind of run the show as well. You don't want to just put a bunch of young guys that haven't done it that you're kind of – all right, you're just rolling the ball. Let's see what we got. Like, you want that balance in most positions. So, um, yes, we have some veteran guys that are hitting free agency. You know, maybe you, you get one of those back and maybe you add one uh, in the draft or a, or a young guy that doesn't get the payday he thinks. You know, sometimes you get a guy, a Leonard Floyd, on a one-year deal that thinks they're going to get here. They don't, and we find the opportunity in May or June to add them. So even if we don't do it now, doesn't mean it's over there's usually people floating around even after the draft sean wouldn't comment because he's on the committee but you're not (laughs) what's your thought on the tush push if you have one it doesn't really bother me like um i'm fine with it i haven't seen any reason to i think we have a lot of things in our game that we need to continue to look at and evaluate you know officiating is always number one seems like every year you go to the, the owners meetings and there's stuff to do with rule changes or the officiating itself and uh, I would put more of my focus um, there than, than the tush push. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 